a lot of people think that when you have an online business, you don't really have to interact with other people. Like maybe your team, maybe you interact with customers, but outside of that, it must be so nice to just be able to sit around at home at your kitchen table in your underwear if you want and just have money come rolling in. I'm going to tell you a hard truth. An online business requires just as much relationship cultivating, if not more, than a brick and mortar or offline business. And in this episode of What's the Secret Podcast, I'm going to tell you all about the politics of a successful launch, how we round up those affiliates and JV partners to give us the best chance to just crush our launches. Tired of being at the mercy of your job? Tired of watching your hard work fill someone else's bank account? Want control of your time and lifestyle? Well, if you want the real secrets, the gurus won't tell you of how ordinary people, just like you and me, can create thriving businesses that deliver financial and lifestyle freedom, you're in the right place. Aloha. My name's Tom Gaddis, and welcome to What's the Secret Podcast. Aloha. Tom Gaddis here, and welcome to this episode of What's the Secret Podcast. Episode number 26, which is a huge milestone. That means I've been doing this podcast for six months now. I'm super excited that you're here listening. I'm super excited to still be doing it. This is one of the keys of having a successful online business is creating content and creating content consistently. I had no idea how to do a podcast, how to start a podcast, or even really what I was going to talk about, but I figured it out along the way, and hopefully you've been enjoying it along that process. Now, today, I have a great episode lined up because we're delving into my most recent six-figure launch with my company, Offline Sharks, and we've been breaking it down piece by piece of what it takes to do a successful online launch, and in this episode, we're going to talk about the politics of a successful launch, and what I mean by politics is a lot of people have this misconception that as an online business, you you know you don't have to do all that traditional stuff of like networking and all those things that come with like a, a face-to-face brick and mortar business. But my experience has shown that relationship building, cultivating the right relationships in your market and industry are just as important, if not more important, when you're running an online business, especially when it comes to doing product launches. And with product launches specifically, you have the ability to allow other people in your market to promote your product. We call these affiliates or JV partners, joint venture partners. You'll hear them call that as well. And there's actually a whole community of people that make their living this way. They may or may not have their own products, but they usually make their money from promoting other people's products. And these affiliates and JV partners tend to hang out on the platforms that they like to promote on. So Warrior Plus is one example. We launch a lot of our products on Warrior Plus. There's a whole community of affiliates that do nothing but promote Warrior Plus offers. JVZoo is another one. They also have a huge community of affiliates. And ClickBank is another big one that has you know, communities and all kinds of niches on ClickBanks of people that are just there waiting to promote your offer. That's how they make their money. So could it be that easy? Could we just put a product up on one of these networks and all these people will start promoting it and it will rocket us into internet success and, and fame? 
No, that is not the case. <laughs> you have to cultivate relationships with these affiliates because even though this is how they make their living, they do it by promoting other people's offers. Most of them, especially the really good ones, the ones that can drive high volume of sales for you, are, are a lot of other people are, are seeking them out, right? They're looking to build a relationship with them and get them to promote. So they're constantly being approached and asked uh, like, hey, can you support me? Can you support that? Like all of this stuff is going on in the background. So your chances of getting hurt, especially when you're an unknown are very, very slim. You're probably going to spend a lot of time sending messages and not getting much of a response. So we come back again to something we've talked about in a lot of different episodes of What's the Secret. It is super important that you start building your audience now rather than later. So if you, even if you don't have a product, even if you're not even sure what you're going to do, you should start building some type of a platform and growing an audience, whether that's building an email list, whether that's building a Facebook group, whether that's doing a podcast, a YouTube channel, a blog, whatever it is, start doing something now to build an audience. Because if you can support people on their launches and deliver you know, some sales, they're going to be more likely to listen to you and support you on your launches. So that's first. Start building an audience now. That way you can be the one to support someone else first and they will support you. In the launch space, the name of the game is reciprocation. That is why you always see a lot of the same people promoting each other. Like the big names in a market will all be promoting each other or there, you know, it seems like everybody's always talking about the other person, right? Like there's this little group. Well, it's because they're all reciprocating for promotions amongst each other. That's a very standard practice. So you want to start trying to get an audience so you can break in, do some promotion for these people, get on their radar. So hopefully you'll get a chance and they will be able to give you reciprocation and promote your launch. Now, in the very beginning, there's other things you can do, okay? And I've talked about this on some other episodes, but I just want to refresh your memory here. One is just be a good customer of people. Like if you buy products from the people in the market that you're trying to break into, which you should, right? You should be a good customer. So ask intelligent questions, reach out to them, tell them how good their product is, give them a video testimonial, participate in their various communities, put yourself on the quote guru's radar, or whoever's, you know, puts out the products so that if the time comes and you need to reach out for the, to them to promote your launch, they kind of have an idea of who you are. You're not just a stranger in the crowd, right? That's one way to do it. You know, join and participate in communities that involve your niche, mastermind groups, uh, virtual summits, be an active member, contribute, bring value to other people so that if you need something and you reach out, they've heard of you, right? They've heard of you. That, all those things can really help you to kind of get that initial ice breaking. But nothing will be as effective as building an audience, being able to support someone and deliver some heat. And as you grow, you'll be able to work your way into other JV uh, arrangements and other affiliate partners. You know, we've done that in various ways by joining mastermind groups, by uh, going to live events, all those types of things. Uh, another thing that we like to do is really 
you know, really do special things for our JV and affiliate partners. So uh, recently after this launch that we're talking about right now, Digital Profit Machine, we put together uh, gift baskets with a bunch of different Hawaiian spices and things, and we mailed those to all of our top affiliates. And we did that to cultivate those relationships, right? To say thank you, to let them know we appreciate them, and also to stand out from the crowd. So, you know, you might want to think of what are some ways that you could stand out to these two potential affiliate and JV partners, right? You know, if everybody's messaging them on Facebook saying, hey, can you support my launch? What can you do that's different that will really make them stand up and take notice and go, hey, I don't know who this person is, but I want to hear what they have to say. Is there a package you could put together to send to them? Could you find out one of their favorite things or something that they want? buy it for them and send it to them and say, hey, I'm just sending you this, right? And then later down the road, when you need them to promote your launches, they'll be there to do that. This episode of What's the Secret podcast is sponsored by Offline Sharks. Offline Sharks, where website designers, social media experts, SEO professionals can get custom software tools and training on how to quickly scale and grow their digital agencies. If you're looking to build reoccurring revenue into your agency and go from one to two clients to six figures and beyond, Offline Sharks is the place to do it. So head over to offlinesharks.com forward slash Tom and start growing your agency today. Now, one of the things that has uh, really helped us in growing our business is making a list of all of the potential partners that we want to work with, even if we don't know them. And I actually did an article on this on my blog. So if you go over to TomGaddis.com, go to the blog, you'll find an article uh, all about how I did this. But if you make a list of the people that you want to work with, you may not know how it's going to happen, but like you will just find that through whatever events things start to happen, you'll become, you know, you'll come in contact with these people. It's, it's really weird. I don't, I know it sounds kind of woo woo, but it works, right? Like make the list and then start actively thinking about like, okay, I don't know this person. They're a really big name, but do I know anybody that knows them? Like, do I know a guy that knows a guy that knows a guy? Or do I know a girl that knows a girl that knows a girl? Like a lot of times you can find not the big person that you're after, but you can find smaller uh, product producers, smaller partners in that person's orbit that you can work with, and then they will get you an introduction to the bigger name as you move up. That's uh, one uh, tactic we've used very, very effectively, right? The second thing is to just conduct your business in a great way, right? Just be a good person, you know, be helpful, uh, do what you say you're going to do, like conduct yourself in, in an ethical way so that people want to work with you, right? If you're, you know, if you're going to reach out to these people and they're not following on your end of the bargain, it's going to be a really hard uphill climb for you. Don't do that. Just be a good person. Really want to help, really want to bring value to them and, and your and their audience, right? And that that's another key there their audience. Like just because you have a great product and you're super excited about it, like, you know, even though they may make money promoting your product, like they're just not sitting around waiting to sell your thing, right? So when you're reaching out to people, you want to you want to know their audience. Spend time looking at their community. What is it their community's after? What is it they're trying to do for their people? And then frame your product and what you're doing as a way to help them help their people get there, 
right? Now, of course, the affiliate commissions and the, you know, prizes for contests and all that stuff can all help you bring other people in, but you'll be better off if you can figure out a way to frame your product as a way to help their audience get where they're trying to go. That's another great thing. Now, uh, we typically, like when we're reaching out to JV partners for our launches, uh, we will start asking, especially the bigger affiliates, like we'll start throwing out some dates and asking them what are the better days for them to promote. We don't just pick a date and run with it. Like we try to get a feel. We look on places like munchi.com to see who's launching on what days. You know, if there's big names that are launching, we don't launch on those days. And then we start reaching out to our potential JV partners and affiliates and saying, hey, if we were to put a product out around this time, you know, would you guys be able to support us there? And there is actually an ebb and a flow to the launch world. Sometimes it will just seem like everybody and their sister is launching a product. But after that, there might be a big space where there's not much competition. So this is especially critical if you're a new product producer and one of your first products. You really have to do your best to find a spot when no one else is launching. Now, that's going to be impossible. You're not going to find a space where no one else is launching. But you definitely don't want to be launching your product as someone new to the market when there's a lot of big name people launching. So be very aware of that and pick your dates wisely. Uh, another, another thing that helps with affiliate roundup and JV things, of course, is contests. Like we have contests for our affiliates. When they hit certain revenue goals or whoever makes the most sales, we have speed contests and we give away a lot of prizes. Now, I know when people first put out their products, they are very skeptical about doing this because what if their launch isn't successful and they have to, you know, they have to pay this money out of their pocket. Uh, one of the things I would recommend to you is to just plan on budgeting some money for a contest and just know that no matter what happens, even if your product launches a flop, you're still going to pay that money. So your contest in the beginning, you may start your contest. It may just be you know, $1,000 or maybe it's just $500, you know, a couple hundred dollars to first place, a couple hundred dollars to second place, maybe a hundred bucks to third place. That could be it. Just do something. And then as you grow, you can get those contests bigger and bigger. But no matter what, even if your launch bombs, you pay the contest money no matter what. So make sure you have it. Do not get yourself in a position where you promise there's going to be contest money and you can't do it. Now, some product producers like to kind of hedge their bets on this. So one of the things that they'll do with their contest is they will put uh, what I think the restrictions in place so that uh, they don't lose money whether the launch is successful or not successful. So let me give you a, a couple of tactics that you can use for that. One thing you can do is say, look, I'm going to give away $1,000 to first place, but you have to have made $1,000 in sales to win that $1,000, right? So that's one way to do it. So payouts can only be equal to how much money they've generated for your launch. Another way to do it is to set sales goals. So look, anyone who gets over 75 sales will win this amount. Or first place is going to be $1,000, but you have to have over 100 front-end sales. So you can, you can break your contest up too among front-end sales, among back-end sales. These can be good, good strategies when you're first starting to keep yourself from, you know, if your launch isn't successful, from having to pay out a bunch of out-of-pocket money. But as you grow and you get traction, uh, we really like to do our contests and launches with no restrictions. We think that's a big selling point, right? So there is that appeal to a lot of affiliates when you do that stuff.
So let's see, we've talked about networking. We've talked about where to meet people, events, things, how to be a good customer and build those relationships. We've talked about uh, just affiliate roundup picking dates, right? We've also talked about running contests to get your affiliates interested, to get them excited about your launch. Um, All of those tactics are ways that you can bring people in. And then of course, the main, main thing is reciprocation, right? So if you can reach out to someone and say, hey, look, you support me on this launch, I'll support your next thing. Like that can be a win-win situation for both of you. You know, uh, that is, you know, pretty much a standard in the industry and something that eventually you want to go for. You will find, you know, it's going to be hard if you're new and starting out to really get the big names to do that for you. But if you keep working on it, you keep trying, you can work your way in there. And the final thing I want to tell you about this is, Look, remember what we said about sending the packages and those kinds of things. Think outside the box. If you're new and you haven't had a successful launch, like what can you do to stand out and make people pay attention to you? What could you do that would just be so crazy, so outrageous that it would get people interested? You only need one launch with people to get in that community and be rolling along. So ultimately, when it comes to JV partnerships and affiliate roundups, it's that age old saying that you've heard a million times. It's not what you know, it's who you know. And that is very true in the launch world as well. And it can seem daunting and like you'll never crack into those groups of people. But there are a lot of people that I work with today that I had, I didn't, not only did I not know them, I didn't even know I knew anybody that knew them. They seem to be so far ahead of me and successful. And yet some of those people are my best friends today. And it all started by making a list of who I wanted to work with and then using the tactics and strategies that we discussed in this episode to gradually work my way in, come into their their orbit and build relationships and friendships with them. So look, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of What's the Secret Podcast. Remember, if you haven't downloaded my Milk It Method, how to turn your idea, product, strategy, or skill into a huge cash cow. You should do that. You go over to TomGaddis.com, TomGaddis.com, and you'll see a little page there. You can download the free e-guide of the Milk It Method. Check out the blog. Leave comments on the episodes. I love to hear from you guys. You can also send me comments through TomGaddis.com. And here's to another six months of awesome podcasts and awesome listeners just like you. Aloha, everybody. Stay safe and uh, practice aloha. Once again, thank you so much for carving out the time to hear what was shared on today's podcast. If you found it helpful, then please share it with someone else. Just simply share the link or post it on Facebook and say, check this out. Really make my day if you did that. Also, make sure you subscribe if you haven't already so every podcast gets sent straight to you and you don't have to go searching for it. Again, my name's Tom Gaddis, and I'll see you next week on What's the Secret Podcast. Aloha for now, everyone.